Hello and welcome to the Woo Woo Wonder Hour where we discuss new age topics including alternative health, spirituality, and all things metaphysical. I'm your host Krista. And I'm your host Roxy. And we are the Woo Woo Women. Woo Woo! So welcome to our 11th episode. This is a follow-up episode to our last one where we talked about how to clear and release negative energy. In this episode, we're going to discuss how to protect your energy and what it means to be an empath. So you may have heard us mention the word empath before on this podcast. Empaths, if you don't know, they are sensitive people who are highly attuned to the feelings and emotions of people around them, as well as their environment. Sometimes this can manifest as being overwhelmed with emotions and not knowing why, or just walking into a room and feeling a weird vibe. So us empaths are like sponges. We absorb the energy around us. So I have a feeling if you're listening to this podcast, there's some pretty good chances that you are an empath as well. Yeah, I remember a lot of times in my life where I just felt overwhelmed by energy, especially as a child. I have never liked big crowds and I could always sense things about people and places without having no apparent reason. And it turns out that I'm an emotional and intuitive empath. And when I find when I finally figured that out after research, I was like, oh, it just all makes sense now why I feel the way I do about certain things. And other people are just totally OK with big crowds and and such, you know. So uh, some people can also I'm an emotional and intuitive empath, but they also have physical empath. So some people can even feel uh physically uh, feel the pain of other people. And it can just be a lot to be an empath. And uh, several times in my life, I have just wanted to sell all of my stuff and move to the mountains in a remote cabin. <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> felt that way too, but there's always- oh, I can this, relate. Yeah. There's always this point. And it actually happens probably every couple of months where I look at my husband and I'm like, dude, I just want to quit everything and just go live off the land with no one around me. And he's like, you're crazy. Uh Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that a lot of us empaths feel this way because we're just overwhelmed by the amount of energy that we're taking in. Um, But the truth is, is that we came into this life as empaths and as light workers for a reason because the world needs us in order to ascend in their consciousness Um, because we are the people that we deeply understand what other people are going through without, you know, spoken words. So we can feel the way that other people feel. We can know what they're uh, experiencing without them telling us and just have a more percept we have a deeper perception of uh reality and that helps us to relate to other people which is super important for you know growing our consciousness not only for ourselves but for humanity as a whole so i like to look at um our our being an empath and also being a light worker as kind of like a superpower um And I wanted to ask you, Roxy, what is your experience with being an empath? Well, I mean, you gave a really 
great description there and I can relate to a lot of that. Um, throughout my whole life, I could understand people or situations on a different level than the people around me. And as a young child, and I mean, honestly, for most of my life, I didn't really understand that, um, you know, or I didn't realize that I was different. Not everybody was like that. So I could just walk into a room and know if there was tension. And I'm sure you guys have experienced that too when you just walk in somewhere and, ooh, there's just a weird energy, you know, something's weird. Um, I could sense that or I could sense what kind of person somebody was without even talking to them. You know, it's just like you pick up on things and you know things without really having a way to explain how or why you know it. Um, I would also just absorb the emotions of the people I was around. So I would randomly get overwhelmed with sadness or frustration, but not really understand why. Um, I just thought it was me. And I especially would notice this with um, my parents, you know, who I was around a lot. So if my dad was upset, probably about something at work, all of a sudden I would get upset or I would think it was about me when really I wasn't even involved. I was just absorbing all of that. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until a few years ago when I read Empath Survival Guide by Dr. Judith Orloff that I finally had a word to describe how I experienced life as an empath. So since then, I have learned strategies to help me not absorb people's stuff. That helps me to protect my own energy. You know, when I wake up and I'm feeling good and just me, I want to keep that feeling going instead of, you know, getting bogged down by other people's things I'm absorbing. So honestly, I think we need to do a whole episode on being an empath in the future. And I'd really love to do one on that book that I mentioned, because I think a lot of our listeners can relate. But for today, we're going to focus on giving you guys some strategies to help you protect your precious energy. Um, even if you're not an empath or you don't identify with that word, um, if you are living on earth and you ever encounter difficult people or situations that affect how you feel, then this episode is for you. Yes, I love that. And I think it, it, you're right. We do probably need to do an episode on empaths. And uh, one thing that came to my mind um, that makes me think about how, just to give a little bit of perspective of how we empaths actually absorb energy. So I have a very close friend uh, that she was just born with the ability to see people's energy, right? And she sees people's energy and colors and, and all of that and mm -hmm. say, I have a particular color. Um, and she says that when I get around other people, my colors of my aura change to match theirs in some cases. Ooh. And she says that she's like, well, you know, people affect you a lot more than you think they do. And I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. And so um, that really gave me a lot of perspective as, as to what is going on with the energy and you just can't feel it because as empaths, we, especially we care so deeply for people uh, that yeah. we can take on that energy because we kind of like open ourselves wide up and, uh, you know, we, we take on the, their energy as well as ours while we're sharing ours. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think about it like a sponge, you know, whenever you're immersed in an environment, a sponge is going to soak all that up and us empaths definitely do that. 
Yep. And my friend can see it, which is very cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. So uh, like Roxy said, we're going to go over some different things that you can do to protect your energy. So another term that we want you to know is what we call an energy vampire. Uh, this is a person who intentionally or a lot of times unintentionally drains your energy from you. Um, do you guys have someone like this in your life? Uh, you know, you may not even realize that it's happening, but if you do have a person that every time you're around them, you just feel depleted or you dread being around them, it's likely they are an energy vampire for you. And, you know, what I found is that some people, um, if a person's an energy vampire, they're not always an energy vampire for everyone. I think that there's certain mm -hmm. cases where, you know, it's just maybe it's not like a frequency match or it's just kind of like a different kind of exchange. So I don't like to label a person as an energy vampire across the board. I just think that there's certain cases where a person will drain your energy, whether that is because of karmic ties or, you know, something to that, that, you know, there's that relationship there. Um, but these people are, they're typically drawn towards us in pass uh, because we're kind and we're giving people and we always assume the best of everyone. But it's important for us to be able to identify these energy vampires and, so that we can protect ourselves from them. Uh, these may be your friends, they may be family, they may be co-workers, and they're not bad people. No one is bad, right? They just may not realize that they're doing it. And I bet that some of, uh, some of us have been energy vampires at one time or another ourselves. Um, I know that there have been people in my life that um, when I was going through a hard time, I definitely drew upon their energy in order to feel okay. So that's kind of like what I was saying before, Roxy. I think that um, you can't just label a person an energy vampire because I think that it just depends on the situation and what's going on there. Absolutely. I'm very glad you brought that up because that's a very important distinguishing part. Um, like you said, it's not across the board. They're not going to be an energy vampire to everyone at least most of the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, and even if we are feeling down, we may be doing that without realizing it, drawing other people's energy. You know, it's not an intention we set. It just it happens sometimes, you know? So um, it's important for us to be able to identify um, these situations or people that can impact our energy. Again, we don't want to, you know, brand someone as, bad or anything like that, but you know those situations, you know the people um, that just make you feel depleted, right? Um, sometimes this can happen and you're not really aware of it. So some telltale signs that you are around a situation or a person who's maybe draining that energy from you would be feeling anxiety or dread every time you see a certain person or go to a certain place or event. It could be you experience an emotion or a physical sensation that you can't really explain as your own. Like, oh, every time I'm around this person, I get a headache. Or every time I'm around this person, I just feel so, so tired. It could also be just feeling icky after an encounter with somebody. You know, if there's just a certain person who always makes you just feel kind of, ugh, 
that's a sign that they may be an energy vampire to you, or maybe you guys just have a different energy. It could also be feeling inexplicably connected to a person or situation. Um, if you feel really just um, like you're ruminating on a certain situation, that can drain your energy or just something that happened, you know, or just feeling tired, overwhelmed, or drained. So those are just a few signs that you are around a person or situation that's not good for your energy. So once we can identify these things, then we can plan how to thoughtfully navigate our interactions with these people or whenever we engage in these situations. It would be great if we could avoid this entirely, right? But that's not always possible, um, especially if these people who are draining to you are, you know, a coworker or a family member. We have to learn how to lovingly and thoughtfully navigate our environment in the way that's best for us. Yeah, and just to kind of add to that, I, from my experience, I think that if you are having a hard time being around a certain person, there is likely some sort of lesson that you need to learn from that. There is always a reason, a higher reason, why the universe will send you people into your life, right? And mm -hmm. you, um, from my perspective, it it always um, almost always has to do with the lesson of learning to transcend with love. Uh, so if you don't want to be around a certain person, maybe you need to amp up that love a little bit and figure out, you know, what is the greater reason of why I am encountering this person in my life and why I feel this way. Um, yes. Even if they are an energy vampire, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So the, the truth is, is that there are a ton of rituals and actually very funny ones uh, to protect your energy. And some of them date back several centuries. And there's everything from putting flowers in your home to protect you from ghosts, to mirror necklaces, to a long line of different crystals that uh, protect your, your energy uh, field. And Roxy knows this. When it comes to protecting energy, I have a little bit of a different view than most people. Do I believe that we need to protect our energy? Yes and no. And here's why. So the idea that we need to protect ourselves from something um, comes from a fear-based thought that there is something or someone that is out to quote unquote get us. Um, do I believe there are negative entities or, or negative energy out there? Yes, I, I do, definitely. But uh, And I've actually encountered them in my healing work, but I am not afraid of them. And the reason why I'm not afraid of them is because I believe to the core of my being that the light pushes out the darkness and that all darkness can be transcended through love. And it kind of goes to what I was saying a little bit before, that if you're having a hard time with a particular person in your life, um, you just don't want to be around them. But then, uh, then you look at it and the universe has just sent them into your life. Luckily, uh, most likely there is a lesson there to, that has to do with transcending with love. Now, um, have I worn a mirror necklace? Yes, I have. <laughs> and Roxy <laughs> knows 
So I kind of contradict, uh, contradict myself a little bit because I do have different uh, rituals, I would say, that I do to protect my energy. But uh, at the end of the day, I feel like if my energy is very strong and I'm centered and I'm grounded, I don't feel the need to protect my energy because I know my light is strong enough for it. Now, if I'm feeling a little a uh, little down, um, you know, kind of regress spiritually for, you know, having a hard time or whatever. I'm going to put on a mirror necklace. I'll wear me a rabbit's foot and put, you know, 60 crystals around my neck and, <laughs> <laughs> and say, please protect me. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> but you get the point. It's all, I think that it all has to do with your level of consciousness and your level of presence at that moment. And if you're strong and you're present and you feel good, then likely you don't need to do anything. And that's where I try to be every day, but am I there? No, I'm not. But, um, and then if you're feeling a little off, these other things, they do work. Um, a mirror necklace really works well, by the way. So um, just remember that as we go through here, um, the darkness cannot exist in the light. So whatever we do in our life, we have to figure out how to amp up our light as high as it'll go so that we're, we don't have any fear-based um, thoughts that we need to protect ourselves because something's going to get us because darkness can't exist in the light. Mm -hmm. And I love that point of view, Krista. Um, I had always heard of and practiced psychic protection techniques, um, but the first time you explained your way of thinking to me, you know, it really does make a lot of sense. If you are feeling strong and confident and secure and you are full of light, you've got the high vibration. Um, yeah, I think that does make a lot of sense. For me personally, I'm always going to do these psychic protection techniques, you know, whenever I have the thought to do it the ahead of time. Um, and that's because they help me to feel safe and loved and connected with the light. So listeners, please know that there are different ways to approach uh, life, to approach spirituality. And that's okay. You have to find what is right for you. Um, and then I liked, Krista, how you said, you know, we need to avoid that fear-based thinking. So when we come into this protection stuff, sometimes it is going to be fear-based. Um, if you have, if you're going through a trauma or you have in the past, you know, that's something, that's a growth area, right, to work on. Um, so don't think about it in terms of that fear, but just think about, you know, you're doing this for your good, to protect yourself, um, things to keep you feeling good. Okay, so now that you understand what an empath is and why we need to potentially protect our energy, uh, we would like to share with you some thoughts and techniques on how you can live your best life as an empath. Perfect. All right, number one, and I think that we've mentioned this one before, is ground yourself. Now, if we're not grounded, we're not able to release the extra energy we capture as impasse and allow our light to overcome our being. So um, 
in the example that I was telling you before that my friend, you know, she sees me absorb the energy of others. Now, if I was centered and I was grounded in my own energy field, then it would not penetrate my field. So that's why it's so important for us to have a grounding practice that works for us. Uh, one way that you could do is like a visualization of um, cord cutting, uh, a cord connecting you to the root of earth. You know, I like to imagine roots coming out of my feet and into the earth. Um, I like to be bare, uh, barefoot on the earth. You could add the first one where you're barefoot in the grass or in the earth, and then you have roots grow from your feet and deep into the earth. And, um, you know, you can even go as far deep, 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 deep into the earth where you pass like the crystal grid of the earth and you go into the core of the earth and then it comes back up and it like really locks in um, to what you're doing. And then there's, of course, a lot of different crystals that you can use uh, to ground yourself. Um, right now, I'm holding a piece of red jasper and I'm also holding a piece of black tourmaline. Both of these are very good for grounding. Okay, the next thing you can do to protect your energy would be shielding yourself. Um, so I like to do the visualization of a shield around me. And I know, I think we talked about this in our last episode, so I'll be brief about it. But I visualize a shield around me before I go into a situation that I know could impact me in a negative way. So what the shield looks like can change, you know, on the day. But essentially, you just surround yourself maybe in a bubble of white light, or you can picture a diamond shield surrounding you. Um, or let's bring it back to elementary school, right? When people used to say, I'm rubber and you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. <laughs> so this is what that shield is doing for us, right? Maybe not necessarily sticking to the other person. We want to be kind. But it's just a shield where any of that stuff is just going to bounce off of it and um, keep our own energy clean. You can even, if you're not a visualization person, you can even make this a mantra. You know, like, uh, what is it? Return to sender. So if you notice something is trying to come into your energy field or you're picking up an emotion that's not yours, you can just say return to sender. Um, or just identify it as not your own. And that can help. I like it. Um, the only thing that I would add to that is when I've done these shielding techniques, uh, for some reason, I always uh, visualize like, uh, go. it's not only a bubble, but I, I visualize a sacred geometry uh, that goes in different patterns around the bubble that seals it in even tighter, that nothing negative can pass, only the positive can pass. Another one that we have is wearing a mirror. Uh, we joked about it a little bit before, but uh, seriously, folks, I do have a mirror necklace uh, and my parents made fun of me a lot over this mirror necklace. Uh, <laughs> but I said, you know, I'm just going to wear it around my neck. And uh, you know what? It does work, especially if you're not, um, you know, if you're not having such a great day and you're just feeling a little off and you know you're going to be around a lot of different people with different frequencies than your own. 
Uh, this mirror necklace works wonders to just reflect back the energy. And I think a lot of this, it, it truly goes into the intention that you put there that, you know, I'm going to wear this mirror necklace and I just want to keep my own energy today. I don't want to take on everybody else's energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christy, you had mentioned earlier some crystals. Another one that I particularly like is smoky quartz. Um, so this is a great stone for absorbing negative emotions. So you can just have a piece of that smoky quartz, maybe get yourself some jewelry, whatever you like. And inside of the quartz, it actually looks smoky. So you can imagine the smokiness of this swirling around any of the outside or bad energy and cleansing it before it gets to you. Um, kind of like we had talked last time about that smoke or Palo Santo as a cleansing mechanism. So smoky quartz does that same thing for our energy. Oh, I love a good smoky quartz. They're so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Another one that is very big, and we talk about this all the time, is being in your present moment. So the more um, the more negative or unconscious the situation, whether that be an energy vampire or you're going through a difficult time in your life, that is when we need to try to amp up our full presence in our moment and try to get out of our head. And what I mean by that is centering yourself, and it kind of goes back to grounding, uh, grounding, centering yourself into the present moment. So uh, what I have found is if I'm dealing with a very unconscious person, right, a person that has a lot of negativity or maybe they're spitting out negativity to me, um, the more I amp up my presence and be more within my present moment and bring my full being to that moment, I see them, um, you know, I, I, I actually feel their energy start to kind of like turn and go more towards the positive rather than the negative. So that's all we meant by this is that uh, one way to really protect your energy, and this is powerful in all things spiritual, is actually a fundamental, is to learn how to be in your present moment. That is all I, I love say. that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, another tip is being able to set boundaries. This was a big lesson for me to learn over the past 10 years. It's been a big theme. So we need to be very clear and intentional about what or who you allow into your energy field. Um, I'll give you a quick story. Years ago, um, I had this very dear friend um who lived close to me and we just developed this you know really good friendship um and it was really helpful and beneficial to both of us at first but over time i just again this was before i had any of this terminology i just noticed every time i was around this friend i would just feel tired and depleted and then it got to the point where i was trying to avoid this friend strategically because even though i loved her it was kind of one of those relationships where it's just take 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 and i felt like i was just giving and giving and then i had nothing left for myself or my son i was just so drained 
Um, and she didn't even realize she was doing it. She was just in a place where she needed a lot of support. So I still wanted to keep this friendship, but in a way that was helpful for me too. So I had to learn how to set very clear boundaries. So if you are encountering this, find yourself some boundaries. It doesn't mean you have to rid this person from your life. Um, you just need to be very intentional about how you spend your time with them. So this could mean only spending a certain amount of time with them. Like, oh, okay, I will see this person once a month, but I'm not going to see them every week or every day, or I'll talk to them a few times a week, right? Um, or if there's an event you have to attend and you don't want to, <laughs> or, you know, you know it's not going to be the best for your energy, um, just set clear parameters about the time you're going to spend there. You don't have to stay at the party until everyone else leaves. Um, just set some clear boundaries where you can do these things in a way that's good for you. Yeah, some people have a really hard time with boundaries, especially us empaths. I'm thinking of myself right now. Uh, and I was just talking to Roxy before this this call. And I said, Roxy, I've been in meeting after meeting. And I'm just feeling like, ah, you know. So, you know, it's... Uh, us impasse, we will um, sometimes will commit to more than we should. Um, and in this example, you know, especially today, I am um, way over on the boundary of work today, right? And uh, I've learned this this uh, technique of doing boundaries in my life, but sometimes I always have to check myself. And I think that us empaths, it's really good to do like a health check on your, your boundaries. So right now I'm in the red with work, but I'm doing really good in my personal life with boundaries. Um, and Roxy knows this about me personally. Like there are certain things that I will just not do. If anybody invites me to be somewhere that is uh, after seven o'clock at night, it ain't ever going to happen, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm successful in some areas, but other areas I could use improvement. So I guess my real point here is that as an empath, it's a really good idea to just kind of see where all your energy is going in a given day, kind of like an energy health check. And just make sure that where your energy is funneling to is where it should be and that your life is well balanced. Yes. And going back to Krista's great example, give yourself permission to say no, um, even to people you love or things that you really want to do. Um, so we recently got an invite to a gathering and I felt hesitant about going. So I said I wouldn't be able to go, uh, but my husband wanted to, and so I changed and then I said yes. But during the whole time, I was just uncomfortable and it left me in a weird energetic funk for a couple of days. So it's okay to say no. Um, you are important. Your energy is important. And it's okay to protect that. So don't feel bad. A lot of times us empaths, we want to, you know, appease other people or we just have a hard time saying no because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But it's okay to do that. And you don't even have to give an explanation. You can just say, oh, no, thank you, but I appreciate it. Yep. 
completely agree. I'm thinking of another example where my mom <clears throat> wanted me to go to a concert with like tons of people this past weekend. I'm like, mom, mm -hmm. number one, I don't like big crowds. Number two, I don't like excessive drinking. Just no, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta say we, no sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the people that love you, they'll always stick beside you and they'll understand at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So you just got to also think about saying yes to yourself and saying yes to your own balance. And each of us are going to require different things in order to maintain balance in our life. Um, so I think that's all I got to say about that one. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, going back to the setting boundaries, another way you can do this is with physical distance. So this was a tip from Dr. Judith Orloff. Give yourself permission to put distance between you and a person or a situation. And I'm talking about physical distance. So this was a game changer for me because um, there are plenty of times where I've been in public and maybe someone would sit next to me and I would just feel really uncomfortable, but I would stay there. Uh, one example was a few years ago on my son's soccer team. There was just one lady who was very vocal with her encouragements and discouragements <laughs> and I would feel so uncomfortable around her just the second the second she walked onto the field I'm like oh my goodness well there was one game there she plopped her chair right down beside me and I had just finished reading Dr. Orloff's book and I was like I don't have to stay here I don't have to sit here and feel uncomfortable so I stayed there, you know, for about a minute or so. And then I got up and I moved my chair and I wasn't rude about it. I did it kindly and I sent her some love, you know, mentally. Um, but I needed to move away from her and put some physical distance between us so I could finally relax and enjoy watching my son playing soccer. So give yourself permission to put some distance between you. You don't have to do it rudely. You can do it with kindness. Um, or if you're in a meeting or a social situation and there's just a person who makes you uncomfortable, you know, put some distance between yourselves. Put some people in between you or go to the other side of the room. Avoid eye contact. You know, you can find ways to do this to protect your own energy. Yeah, I mean, basically what you're talking about is just moving yourself out of their field right? Or their, mm -hmm. their auric field, because most people have a, or, um, a, an energy field that extends out a few feet, right? And some people, depending on where you are with your level of consciousness, it goes um, out further than that. But the normal person would just be like a couple of feet. So moving physically away from them, it works because it removes you out of their field and therefore it doesn't merge with your field. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that you can do is ask your spiritual team to help you. Uh, I know that I often call upon Archangel Michael for protection whenever I feel like a negative presence or I feel attacked. Uh, there have been a couple of times in my life where um, I've had, uh, I, I want to say they're probably earthbound spirits. They'll like walk in my room. They'll sit on my bed. They'll touch my arm. This, this is actually happening a lot more frequently than it used to. But when I feel these and, you know, you kind of get like that chill um, down your spine, 
and you're afraid and I want to come out with love, but if love is not there at that moment and it's only fear, <laughs> I will call upon Archangel Michael <laughs> and there has okay. been some fear. <laughs> and what happens is, is Archangel Michael, he's the angel, Archangel of protection. He's the guardian, right? And so um, his presence is huge and it, it it goes away immediately. It always works for me. Um so Archangel Michael, definitely recommend. And also your spiritual team. We all have um, a spiritual entourage behind us at all times. You can ask your own spirit guides or your angels to come and assist you, to protect you from whatever uh, situation that you're going through uh, in energy. I love this one, Krista. Um, I think it's so powerful and so important um, no matter your spiritual background, um, there is that team around you. So call on the deity that you feel most comfortable with. Call on the angels. The angels are here for you um, no matter what. I told you guys that I was raised um, very Church of Christ. Oh, my goodness. Um, but one of the things my mom taught me from an early age, and I'd be scared to go to sleep by myself, she would tell me, Roxy, whenever you get scared, you can pray to the Holy Spirit and he will come and help you. And I just had such a deep connection with that. So as a child, anytime I would feel scared, I would just say my prayers and ask for the Holy Spirit to come protect me and keep me safe. And it was just almost an instant thing. I could just feel peace washing over me and I just felt surrounded by light and safe. Um, so that's one of the things that I have carried forward to me, carried forward um, with me to this day is calling on the Holy Spirit. Um, but now I also, you know, call on angels, my spirit team, like Krista said. So this is something beautiful and powerful. I love that one. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, also, something to note, if you are dealing with someone who is an energy vampire for you, we want to send them love. Um, these people are usually, you know, hurting or needing something. And that's why they're drawing so much energy. Um, so we want to send them love and healing. So that way we can raise their vibration too and get them to a place where they don't need to draw energy from other people. But when we're sending them love, we're not going to send them our personal energy, but I'm talking about, you know, that universal source energy or love. Um, you can do this with a quick meditation or visualization, sending them love and light, or you can even just say those words in your mind. I send you love. I send you light. I pray that you get healing. Um, and like Krista had mentioned, you can also call on their angels or spirit team and ask them to help them, um, you know, feel loved and whole. I love that. Yeah, I, I completely agree on this one. <clears throat> That's why I, I made the comment earlier about the, the energy vampires. Um, and I tell my son this a lot because my son has suffered from bullying um, and of course I, and Roxy and I have suffered from bullying our life in our mm -hmm. lifetime. And I always say hurt people, hurt people, right? So 
if someone is acting in a way that is negative, there's anger, underneath the anger, there's likely sadness, right? Or there's fear. So you, um, you have to change your, the way that you look at people and um, kind of like shift your paradigm to say that, okay, everybody suffers, everybody's going through their own stuff, right? And I don't like that they're being mean to me, but I will send them the light, right? And that's, in some cases, that's all that we can do, just sending them that love because tra uh, love transcends all things, right? And understanding mm -hmm. that all hurt people hurt people uh, can be a huge life-changing thing um, in our lives. So uh, I just wanted to add that one in there. Yeah. Another thing that you can do is meditation. Um, so it's uh, meditation is a huge to help us ground, release, and center ourselves and be able to receive the light and power of the universe. For me, meditation, um, I, I try to meditate. Uh, I, I'm a little crazy, sometimes like an hour and a half a day. I could like sit in meditation for very long periods of time because it's like my space. It's what I love. Um, but it's like taking a uh, an electrical cord um, if, from my body and plugging it into the universe. And I feel like it just plugs me in and fills my chi up. Um, now, I will say that meditation for me doesn't have to look like meditation for you. Uh, I, you know, I sit cross-legged and, and listen to, you know, different um, tones and things like that. Sometimes just sit in the stillness with my breath. But uh, for other people, meditation could mean walking on the beach. That's what it is for my mom. It could mean a bike ride. It could mean, um, you know, reading through scripture. I have a friend that's like that. So you have to find whatever meditation works for you. Uh, in order to kind of achieve that stillness when the mind stops talking and you're able to just to connect to that deeper part of yourselves and basically just receive all the energy from the universe that it wants to send you. Uh -huh. I love that description. And I love that you plugged in that meditation is not just sitting there. You know, like a lot of people think you have to sit there with no thoughts yeah, there's so many different ways to do that. For me, you know, I do do times of meditating like you, Krista, where we sit. Um, there may be music, may not. I may do a visualization. I may just see what comes to me or focus on the breath. Um, another thing for me is yoga. Whenever mm -hmm. I am just mindfully moving my body, connecting with breath, um, you know, that's what connects me to spirit as well. So find your form of meditation where everything else fades out and you are just in that moment and connected. Yep. Okay. So no matter how intentional we are with the psychic protection or protecting our energy, we are bound to have times where our energy is negatively impacted. It's just going to happen. So we're going to talk about a few things you can do when you notice that your energy is off. Yeah, so one thing that you can do is you can wash your hands or take a shower. Uh, and when you imagine this, imagine you're washing away 
anything negative, anything that doesn't belong to you. Mm-hmm. Next is shake it off. We mentioned this in our last episode a bit, but I'm sure you've heard this phrase before, right? Oh, come on, just shake it off. Well, we want you to take this literally. Shake your hands, shake your body. Imagine all of that stuff just shaking out of your fingers and going back into the earth. You can cut cords, identify people or situations in your life that are drawing from your life force. And you may not even realize this is um, going on, but you can actually cut the cord, uh, the etheric cord that's attached to them. And there are different ways to do this, but basically you just picture that person and see the cord that connects you. And then you could take a pair of scissors to cut it, or you can take an ax, whatever you need in order to um, (laughs) get that cord. And just a quick note, I do have a meditation with Archangel Michael on my personal YouTube channel. It's called Inner Peace Transformations um, on YouTube. And there is an Archangel Michael um, meditation, and it includes uh, cord cutting. So if you want to check that out. Go ahead, Roxy. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I'll put a link to that on our um, blog. That way you guys can access that more easily, too. Okay. Uh, Another one is a forward fold. We do this in yoga all the time, right? So you just bend over and hang there. So you feel gravity decompressing your spine as your head and your arms hang. Imagine that negative situation or the energy draining out of your head, draining out of your hands, draining out of your feet and your legs and back into the earth. Um, While you do this, you may want to find a gentle swing and just let it all go. Yeah, and Roxy and I went to a yoga event this past weekend, and the amazing yoga instructor had us lay on our bellies um, on the ground, and we actually were in grass and, like, put out our arms and just kind of, like, lay there like little babies, and I could actually feel the energy going into the earth. It was beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so our last podcast a lot had a lot of different ways on how you can cleanse yourself in your space. Um, please check that one out um, for even more ways to get centered again. Okay, you guys. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast on empaths and protecting your energy. Um, do you guys, our listeners, have any strategies that we did not mention? If so, we would love to hear from you. You can send us an email at woowoowonderhour at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on the socials. Um, Our blog is woowoowonderhour.wordpress.com. Our Facebook is woowoowonderhourkr. And you can find us on Instagram at woowoowonderhour. And join us next time when we speak to life coach and energy healer, Candace West. Until next time, guys, share your light. Share your light. Bye. Bye.